There are several exits on this aircraft in the event of an emergency. At this time, please fasten your seatbelts as we are preparing for takeoff. And welcome aboard. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just a Talk. My name is Mauricio. I'm your host. I missed y'all. I know I promised y'all I was going to do like every two weeks. Yo, como pendejo, I thought that I was going to do every two weeks. Yeah, right. Life was like, psych. Uh, welcome back. This is your Spanglish political queer Latinx podcast where we talk a little tea, we talk a little true. But you know, my bitch has always likes to leave time to talk some shit. Today's episode is being brought to you by Cafe Bustelo. Yeah, bitch, you know, so one of my friends was like, oh, you're not drinking coffee, right? You gotta drink Cafe Bustelo. It's Cubano. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was putting it to my cafetera the way that I put my Folgers. And tell me why, like, people from the islands were like, you be fucking a Cafe Bustelo. Like, you have to make it in the little container that you put under, like, you know, the thing that burns out and then it leaks. I don't know. The process seemed like too much. And I was like, you know what, bitch? I might be fucking up, but I'm going to put it on my, on my American coffee maker because I'm going to pretend like I know how to make it. If you're, if you're Cuban, Puerto Rican, and you do it like cafecito, please ignore everything that I just said. Pretend I didn't say that I fuck up Cafe Bustelo. But if you haven't tasted Cafe Bustelo, you can go ahead and purchase it at your local grocery. You si no lo tienen, complain. Be a white woman and complain with the manager. But if you're ready, I'm ready. Today we have a special guest, so I hope you're ready because, you know, let's get this party started, shall we? Let's do this. Welcome back. Like I said, today we have a special guest. And you know, here at It's Just a Talk Podcast, whenever we have a special guest, we like to put a little, we like to play a little rapid fire. I'm sorry, I'm a second language learner. I like to play a little rapid fire so that y'all at home can try to figure out who my guest is. And if y'all get the, the answer right, y'all can go get yourself a cookie. Unless you're like against carbs or what's that one thing like people can't eat like gluten. oh gluten thank you unless you know you're allergic to gluten which if you're allergic to gluten my mom would have been like Tú te lo tragas. Uh, <laughs> but this is i always say that poor people can't afford to have allergies right. so because my mom would always force me to eat whatever mm-hmm. all right so if you're ready i'm ready you're gonna start these rapid fire so if you know if you know the rules of rapid fire you have about two to three seconds to answer the question two to three seconds yes nobody can do anything in two to three seconds but like, setting me up no, no 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 like you need to like it does it can't be like two to three seconds long it could be longer than that but you have two to three seconds to think because it's the first thing that comes to your mind okay i'll try ready I'm and nervous. while we're playing at home y'all can try and guess all right ready oh, tengo miedo. number one what is your favorite tv channel and why tv channel mm-hmm. um does netflix a tv channel <laughs> actually yeah i think uh, netflix, netflix. <laughs> and why um because it's the only app on my apple tv that i actually pay for the other ones i steal from other people Ooh. <laughs> What is the thing you're most afraid of? Thing I'm most afraid of, um, 
We'll go light on this one. Birds. I hate fucking birds. Oh, you do? I can't stand birds, yes. If you could paint anything that... What would you paint? Number two, I'm sorry. I mean, number three. If you could paint anything, what would you paint and why? Paint anything? Like, let's say you're a super artist. Oh, I would paint... Um, I would, like, find a way to, like, do, like, the simplest little squiggly line on something and then just make it so that rich people believe that it was the kind of art that's worth millions. Oh, my God. Fuck capitalism. Yeah, fuck capitalism. Okay. <laughs> Number four. What celebrity annoys you the most? What celebrity and why? annoys me the most? I don't know. Um, There's a lot of annoying celebrities right now. Well, I think we're going to talk about her a little bit later, so I won't ruin it. Okay. <laughs> Number five, what is the most interesting thing you have in your wallet? In my wallet, um, I have a picture, of, a hand-drawn picture of a penis. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. Number six. I'll show you later. <laughs> what is the meanest thing you've ever said to someone? The meanest thing I've ever said to someone is that they were probably a mistake. Number seven, if you could get a yacht, what would you call your yacht? Um, I would call it the ASS. Instead of the SS something, it would just be the ASS. I get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to spell. But number eight, what is your lifelong dream? My lifelong dream is um, to have a scholarship fund that allows... Uh, queer kids to be fully funded to college number nine if you could talk to the president what would you talk about i would not talk to the president (laughs) (laughs) and uh, finally number 10 have you ever tried to do something you know you would be really bad at and what was it um have i tried to do something i know i'd be really bad at uh, not often, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, probably try to draw one of those squiggly lines that squiggly nobody's gonna lines. buy. Yeah. For me, it's relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and I still try to get in. <laughs> All right, y'all. If y'all guessed it at home, congratulations. Go get yourself that cookie. Today's guest, my very special guest, our very special guest, is half of I Got You podcast. Nathan Lavos, <laughs> but he he's gonna introduce himself. Yes, so who are you? Uh, hello and welcome back to I Got You, the podcast where we give advice <laughs> to our listeners and share whatever's on our weird ass minds while doing so. I'm Nathan, and I'm Doradi. Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Yo, this is so weird. I've never recorded without Doradi. Right, so I miss you. <laughs> No, Denise, we miss you. Yes. She, that means she needs to come to the Bay and record to us. Yes. Record to us? No, record with us. I'm sorry. Yes. Eso también. So, what, who are you? What do you do? What's your life story? What's mm. a 411? What's a hot gossip? What are yes. you fun girls doing? <laughs> um, well, first of all, I'm one of those Puerto Ricans who's absolutely furious with you about how you are abusing Café Bustelo. Sorry. Like, furious. <laughs> you realize that it's not regular coffee, right? It's, it's espresso. espresso. <laughs> so, you can't just make that shit in a coffee maker and think you're gonna put it in a mug and like and walk away yeah. i do Eso no se hace. that's a sin michael and... yelled at me we have a, a charity because we're for charity brothers yes uh and jamila's uh we'll, we'll tell the story about jamila later uh we he, we have a charity brother named michael who's cuban and the very first time he saw me make cafe bustelo 
I kid you not, Michael legit yelled at me. I would have too. And he was like, ¿Qué estás haciendo? And I was like, oh my God, what? I'm making coffee. I absolutely would have yelled at you too. Oh, that I'm is, so I'm, sorry. You need at least 10 Hail Marys right now. I, I will go pray after. Great. <laughs> I'll get on my knees, but maybe I won't be praying. Ay, Dios. Hey. So what do you do, Nathan? Where are you from? Yes. Um. So as Mahodi mentioned, I am one half of I Got You podcast. Um, and it is an advice-based podcast podcast um and we recently put um a poll out there to see if our listeners would be interested or how they feel about us changing that name yeah um, so stay tuned and see if maybe that cha- name changes soon it's um, available on all streaming media yes. anywhere you can find podcasts <laughs> um i am originally from cleveland ohio shout out to, yeah. to c-town um lebron no lebron yeah i mean lebron's here now oh. in california i'm sorry i don't play basketball me neither but it. i just know that he followed me. oh okay okay cool Sorry. um <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, now I'm an educator. I've been in education for about 10 years now in a bunch of different roles. My background's in higher ed. So I've only ever worked at college campuses until my current role, which is to support um, students from the high school side um, who are now college students. So I work for a high school, but I am the alumni coordinator there. So, so he um, gets to travel. Yes, get to travel and see all my kiddos. So right now I'm in my, my NorCal trip and I'm visiting my students in the Bay um, and also getting to visit my best friend. In the hey, Jamila. <laughs> so um, the reason why we call each other Jamila's is because <laughs> when we first met, we like realized that we were really alike. And we're like, oh my God, you're like my gemela. Gemela. Which is like English, I mean, Sp- English, <laughs> which is Spanish for twin. Yes. And my ex-boyfriend, my ex-partner, was not a Spanish speaker. And so, you, were you staying over? Yeah, I spent the night at your place. Yes. And I wrote you a note. And I said... That's what it was. I signed it. So, we, like, out. went out. Then he spent the night at my place, or at our place, because I used to live with my ex-partner. Um, and he left a note and said, like, love, Gemela. And when my <laughs> ex read it, he was like, Jamila? <laughs> Who's Jamila? And I was like, wait, what? And when I read the note, I was like, it says Jamila, pendejo. <laughs> but he doesn't speak Spanish, not because he's dumb, because he's not. He's very, he's a brilliant person. But because he he's like third, fourth generation, so he doesn't know Spanish. So oh, he's so not dumb. So We've been calling each other Jamila ever since. Ever since! <laughs> and we, we do this thing whenever we call each other, we'll be like... Hi, Jamila. I don't know where that voice came from, but we always do it. It's so ridiculous. Even if I'm like around work or Mm -hmm. around other people, my voice will always change to that random voice. Hi, Jamila. What are you doing, Jamila? It's it's ridiculous. That's literally how we talk to each other. All right, we're going to move on to the next segment. After who you is, we go into how was your week? Um, And to... uh, you know, I talk like, how are you, Nathan? How have you been? I'm good. Can I try this? How was your week? Like, yes. Can you teach me how to say it? Because I always it's love like, how you do um, it. It's like Wendy, and you have to have the oh, hand motion. Oh, Wendy when she yes. does. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? But so I, you have to add the hands. But I say, <laughs> yes. How was your week? How was your week? There you go. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Okay, 
Um, I love hearing you say it. It's so cool. It, 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 I'm inspired by smart black women. Yes. Well, Wendy, whatever. Anyway. Um... Actually, take it back with Wendy because we don't know if that applies. Um, yeah, so how are you? How is your week? Yes, I'm, I'm great. You know, this week um, I'm visiting... Uh, students in NorCal, like I mentioned, so doing that whole like NorCal tour, I flew like to the northernmost tip of California. I was basically and you saw in Oregon. Cows. I saw cows. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Um, but you know, it's just so cool to see our kids who like never imagined themselves leaving LA, um, just in places that look and feel so different from LA, um, the place where they were born and raised. You know, um, even though it's the same state, it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> it doesn't. I always try to tell people that. The yeah, state is crazy. Yeah, it's huge. Um, so yeah, I'm having a really great time. The week's been cool. All right, uh, I'm good since we last spoke. Super busy with work. I was in Orlando, I think I mentioned, that I did this uh, really great Latinx conference that I went to. Um, it really, it was like, it was called LTX Fest, but it was like kind of like really guided towards like social change and like diversity mm-hmm. and like including like more diversity in the spaces of tech, yeah. which is really cool because I feel weird because it's like a new world that I'm part of. Yeah. And I'm like, I never expected to be in this realm of life. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, planning other things. I'm going to LA this weekend. And then we have this huge event co- with Afrotech. Afrotech mm-hmm. is like a huge, like, uh, Black People in Tech conference that's mm-hmm. happening in the Bay Area this year. And we're one of the community partners. And of course, it, it falls under my plate. So I'm just like freaking out because <laughs> it's happening the same weekend as my friend. Do you know Yubi Sela? Yubi? I think you've met her. Probably. She's I'm getting married boys. that weekend. <laughs> And so I won't be here that weekend of that event, but I still have to set everything up to be successful. It's going to be great. And I'm like freaking out because when you're not there, you know yeah. what I you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, what if things go wrong and I'm For not sure. there? Uh, but yeah, so we're going to move on to other things that uh, might not go well <laughs> or might go well, which uh, it was announced that Shakira and JLo are going to headline the Super Bowl. I mean, I, 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 <sighs> I, need, I hear, I've, your thoughts <laughs> so i want to hear thoughts wow wow thoughts um <laughs> yeah so like here's the thing shakira and jlo performing together super exciting yeah like that's really really cool to like just to hear about and to imagine like the things that they could do but the thing is that it's for the super bowl and i think it just feels like a cheap way to be like you know, we got those black folks mad. So we're going to move on to the Latinx folks because yes. they don't say Latinx, but I'll say it. Um, no, they say Hispanic. Right. They call We're going to move on to the Hispanic population. <laughs> right. We're going to move on to those brown people because um, they're not paying attention. That's what yes, it feels like. Yes, that's are, really what it is. Yeah, it feels like they're underestimating us. So I probably won't be tuning in. I'll watch it on somebody's like I'll watch YouTube, it on YouTube or something. Uh-huh. Later. Um, I'll definitely watch it on YouTube. Yeah. So and exce- like if I were to be, to be able to separate the performance from the Super Bowl, like super exciting, but we know that there's more to it than that. And also, I feel like if there was not all this controversy with the Super Bowl, I think the 
I would be mainly upset that they're doing a dual show. Like, Shakira can easily hold right. the Super Bowl halftime show on her own. I mean, she's done it for multiple World Cups now. You're right. She yeah, has two World Cup songs mm-hmm. that she held performances yeah. for the world. <laughs> so the NFL ain't shit for her. Yeah. And then Jayla, you know, Jayla used to be Selena, right. so she can do anything. <laughs> she can pack a stadium in Texas. Yeah. You're kind of a Shakira stand. Though, I'm a huge Shakira stand. Yeah. Like, I will row with Shakira to, uh-huh. like, die. And it's funny because my roommate, Justin, uh-huh. is a huge J-Lo stand. Like, yes. for his birthday, I bought him all J-Lo shit. I, I bought him, like, a J-Lo candle, like, yes. praying J-Lo. <laughs> I bought him, like, a J-Lo book. I bought him a J-Lo poster. That's what's up. Because I was like, you love J-Lo. And mm-hmm. now they're together, so we were excited, but also, like... Wait, mm-hmm. why is the Super Bowl doing this? <laughs> so we'll host a YouTube viewing party some other time. <laughs> I am down. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, other people that are not having a party right now, or <laughs> at least trying to have an appeal party. Okay. So Amber Geiger, with, I don't know, do you remember who she was? Yeah. Amber Geiger is the woman who is a police officer in Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. who mistakenly went into the wrong into the wrong apartment, mm-hmm. believing it was her apartment, even though it was two floors under her real apartment, <laughs> and forced herself into the apartment because obviously her key doesn't work, and then shot the man that lived in the apartment, which happened to be a black man. I just I like can't. shot him in the head dead. So most recently, uh, a Dallas jury found her guilty of first degree homicide or murder. Mm-hmm. Was it murder or homicide? Homicide. Mm-hmm. Homicide. And now she wants, her lawyers are saying that they're going to appeal because no they puedo. believe that she's not guilty. Yo no puedo. Thoughts. She deserves the 10 years simply for the pendejadas, like for being that dumb. You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> like just to. Just being dumb enough to not know that it wasn't your apartment, like, you should get at least 10 years just for that. Just for that. <laughs> and then add the rest. Right. Let alone, like, actually killing another human being. Like, I don't know. I was reading about it, and it sounds like filing for an appeal is, like, standard procedure for lawyers. Like, it's yeah. something you have to do within 30 or 90 days or something, or you won't be able to do it. Yeah. So they probably just did it just to be able to, like, see if they can make it happen. Whatever. But, like, you have to have some nerve. Like, you have to have the most, like, the biggest huevos to just think that you deserve to file that. To you be know? free. Yeah. So. Or that she thinks that she does. They were trying to claim, I forget what the name of the law is, that, like, allows you to kill somebody in your own home if they, like, trespass. The stand, stand your ground. Stand your or, ground. There uh-huh. you go. They were trying to say that she killed that man because of the stand your ground law. Because she believed it was her apartment, it... It the it should have been stand your ground, but it wasn't her fucking apartment. Maudie, guess what? Yes. I think I live here now, so <laughs> I'm gonna kill I you. I can shoot you because I think I live here, and I'm standing my ground, and I'm standing my ground. <laughs> yes. Oh, this pendeja! Another Ridiculous. going from one pendeja officer to another pendejo officer, yep. not too far from Dallas. This also happened in Texas. Um, a Tatiana Jefferson, mm-hmm. which was, I believe, she was in her early thirties, had just moved back home with her mom and her uh, nephew. Mm-hmm. 
trying to save money to go to medical school. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. So she was trying to save money to go to med school and was taking care of her nephew um, when somebody called the procedure, like, call, like, hey, this house has had their open, their door open for a while, Mm -hmm. the lights are on. Can somebody check and see? The neighbor called the non-emergency 911, the non-emergency line. Right. A cop showed up. They didn't announce himself, nothing, and shoots her through the window and like, killed her. How do you not even identify yourself before? Yes. You know what I mean? That's like, the issue. They they didn't announce themselves. Like, mm-hmm. put your hands up. It's the police or right. something. Yeah. And... I, and so then the lawyers are trying to say, at first, it seemed like they were going to try to say, well, well, she had a gun in her mm-hmm. home because they found a gun in the in the home. Right. And it's like, bitch, it's Texas. It's right. an open carry state. Exactly. Exactly. I think they, at some point, did, like, put forth that argument that the, the officer who shot, like, thought she had the gun in her hand or that she was pointing it at him or something like that, which, like... Officers are supposedly trained to, like, emphasis on supposedly, um, supposedly trained to, um, like, pull out the the next most lethal weapon. So if, like, you pull out a knife, I pull out a gun. Like, there's, I guess that's how they're trained. So if she pulled out a gun, it would make sense that he pulled out a gun, like, back. But then there's procedure for things that happen before you, right? Like, you don't just go shooting. It's crazy. And, like... Shooting to kill is not... A, it was just a lot. It's it's so much. And you know what? Like, this is the kind of stuff that makes me believe... Like, I guess I, I don't believe that people really want the freedom to, like, bear arms as much as they want the freedom to shoot black and brown people. I agree. Like, that's... That's point and blank. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Because they're afraid that people of color are going to revolt. And they're like, nah, we need these guns to shoot these people. Right. And they're probably not saying people. They're calling us Hispanics, Bigs, or the N-word. No, I'm not yes. going to Gina Rodriguez this. Um, <laughs> moving on to somebody that uh, is lacking uh, a world of diversity <laughs> is our friend RuPaul. Uh, These transitions, though. <laughs> but they're I, good, girl. I love a segue. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm the queen of segues. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm riding that segue down the, down the roadie. No, that's not. That's not the song. I'm sorry. I I don't know song lyrics, and Nathan knows this. I don't know song lyrics, but then and then I claim that the artist doesn't know the song themselves. Right. I know it. Mm-hmm. I'm better. You have artistic control. <laughs> so RuPaul's Drag Race is currently in UK, uh-huh. and they announced that they're having a celebrity drag race. It's starting at the beginning of 2020. Mm-hmm. They also announced that they now they're gonna have a drag race Canada happening. I. I haven't even watched the RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Nope. I have lost all desire to keep up. Don't care. I don't care either. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Like, I literally <laughs> could not care less. I'm like, oh, another drag race. So what's in the next channel? <laughs> right. For real. You know what kind of... <clears throat> excuse me. You know what kind of holds me over? Um... Fashion photo review. Oh, I still live for fashion photo review. Like, all I really want to see is the looks. Mm-hmm. So I just watch that, and then... I'm like, I'm oh, done. I know what happened. That's like 10 minutes. And and, and I can I can <laughs> pinpoint who went home, because they're obviously not in the next right. episode. So it's fine. So they, oh, so that girl went home. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to watch the next seasons. 
Uh, I think I'm only excited for season 12 because one of the queens that's in it is a San Francisco queen that I've worked with before. Yes. And I'm super excited that she made it on. Oh, that's exciting. Um, and so, I mean, I hear that she doesn't make it far, but bitch, she made it on. She made the se- <laughs> she, She's the second San Francisco queen to make it on Drag Race. Oh, really? The first one is Honey Mahogany for oh, season okay. five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it literally took seven seasons after the wow. first one to get another San Francisco queen in there. Okay, Bay Area, I see. But you. I don't think I'm going to watch Celebrity. They're bringing back, like, popular queens to make up celebrities and, like, put them in drag. And then they, the celebrity and the queen are going to pair up to do challenges together. The problem is that that's not, a, like, a bad idea. But you gave me a season, all-stars, a season, off, All like, like yes. back to back to back. Like, and the thing is, like, we were so invested that we felt like we had to watch it. And the thing, we don't, you know, queers... Do not do watching lightly. No, like, we don't. It is like we don't just watch at home and that's it. <laughs> nah, bitch. Yes. It's an event. It is an event, and so it was an event every fucking Thursday or Friday or whatever, and it was exhausting. So yes. I feel like I just need a break, and you're not giving it to me, and now I'm. And over. we kept asking for a fucking break, yep. and they were not fucking giving it to us. Mm-hmm. And I saw a meme that said. All RuPaul's Drag Race um, fans asking for a break after the after season twelve, and then it said RuPaul's Drag Race, and then it's a picture of the four upcoming shows, and you're like, bitch, you're not giving me the fucking break I asked for, because they're literally now have the UK celebrities coming out, Canada's coming out, season twelve's coming out, All Stars five is coming out, like también All Stars too. Oh yes, because it's gonna be celebrity. RuPaul's Drag Race, and right after that, it's slated to start All-Stars 5. Right after start All-Stars 5, it'll be season 12. Wow. And then right after season 12, we'll end 2020 with RuPaul's Drag Race Canada. That's crazy. Like, give me a fucking break. Like, even Grey's Anatomy had a year in between seasons. Like, I can't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. IJS. All right, y'all. Well, that was... A very long segment of how was your week? And we're going to move on to our next segment, our question of the week. So I'll see you there. Yes, 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 yes. We're back. And this segment is our question of the week because i have nathan here and nathan <laughs> it actually the judges cumplieron what dos años um well it was our five-year anniversary from dating uh-huh and then it was your second year anniversary for two years it will be in january in january and mm-hmm. was it only a year I feel like I haven't been in Miami. Actually, I was in Miami a couple of weeks ago. So <laughs> what so, day is it? <laughs> what day is it? Uh, yeah, so our question of the week is more of a discourse. I want to talk relationships, which is something that I'm very bad at, but I still try to do. And Nathan and his marriage, Nathan is married yes. to uh, Rod Lopez, yes. who is occasionally Same on right. I Got You podcast. <laughs> Rod Olmeda Lopez. That's I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and so I would like to just talk to you. How, how was the transition from like dating to being married? How, how was that? I think it was pretty natural. I mean, Rod and I were already um, living together. And so I think that process made it um, pretty natural just to like flow into 
um, marriage because we already knew what cohabitating would consist of mm-hmm. and kind of the ins and outs of each other's like habits and you know shit that would be annoying and whatever yeah. so there wasn't any like surprise in that so I don't know I think it's pretty like old school to think that you are going to like get engaged get married and then live together for the first time yeah um, I don't suggest that to be I mean if that's your ideals those are your ideals but I don't suggest that because it definitely um, I think helped us in the long run to be able to know like this can work um, because we already lived together. So that transition was pretty easy. You know? How do you feel that a marriage from like a heterosexual relationship and the way that we were quote unquote <clears throat> brought up to believe the marriage looked like mm-hmm. is different than the way that your marriage is now as a marriage between two men? Um, well, I don't want to say that it's better, but, but it is, it's better. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, I, I think one of the reasons that it really works for us is that there are no preconceived notions of who's in charge of what. Oh. Um, and I think that comes with, um, like different genders in a, a relationship because, you know, it's just society believes that femininity means like cleaning and cooking and all these things and that masculinity means paying bills and Mm -hmm. like being a provider and a breadwinner and what have you. And like, none of that is true. Like we split things evenly uh, or as, as evenly as we can, (laughs) you know what I mean? And we have conversations about like, what do you want to do? What would make you happy? Like, how do we make this so that this is a partnership instead of expectations that we, we place on each other that have no validity? Like, you know what I mean? So I think that's definitely one of the the biggest like advantages um, is that we have to talk about these things. There are no expectations beforehand. Yeah. Question. And this is probably a weird question. I love where do you, (laughs) where do you think you would be in relationships or dating if you had never swiped right on, rod by the way they made on tinder yeah we did we are mm-hmm. a tinder success story. yes but tinder did not sponsor our wedding they did not asked. we all tried <laughs> even i sent an email we all tried actually it's crazy because now i know people that work at tinder so it would have worked now Dang. i know well, i will still accept any i know of any contribution <laughs> um how would my life be different? Like, how do you think you'd be doing in dating if you had never swiped right on him? Oh, my God. Or if you had never had your friend help you create your Tinder profile. <laughs> yes. By the way, I'm doing it. help. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So thank you for that. Um, it's, it's really hard to... That's a hard question to answer it's simply because Rod has, like, enhanced my being so much. Like, mm-hmm. Rod has made me such a better person that I feel like there's not a possibility of, like, me having a successful, or at least anywhere near as a successful relationship um, than the one that we have because, like, I'm just such a better person, yeah. you know, like, like holistically. Like, I feel like the way that I'm able to, like, empathize and um, and, like, I don't know, like think before I do things and speak and whatever. It's because of the ways that he has been like um, patient and, and willing to like seek to understand instead of accusing, you know what I mean? Like they Mm -hmm. are, are, obviously any relationship has its like ups and downs, but our downs are never so low that we can't get out of them. And it's because of those like, really great attributes of I can talk about Rod all day. So I'll stop. But um but we yeah can so dedicate a whole podcast to talking about Rod. Right. <laughs> um I I guess my last question before we move on, so that I just don't ask you all these questions. Um, <laughs> um is what it 
what advice do you have to single people that look at you and your relationship and like as they are looking for a relationship themselves or like a partnership with somebody like what advice can you give to the listeners that are single and feel like fuck dating is hard like i'm done doing this mm-hmm. um a couple things so one i think like there's a standards are standards for a reason um and i think it's important to like really know yourself and so that you can understand what standards you have for for others um because some things just like shouldn't be relaxed um and i feel like a lot of times people settle because of the pressures to like be in a relationship or to get married or what have you um rod was definitely not somebody that i was looking for (laughs) like um, I, even though I was on Tinder, right? So everybody's like, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but sometimes I, you just swipe into swipe. It's like a game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, there's Tetris, there's Solitaire, there's Tinder. Like they're all in they're the same. They're all in the same right. concept. <laughs> um, so yeah, it really wasn't something that I was expecting. Um, but because my like standards were never really relaxed, like Rod was able to like fill in, um, you know, the things that I needed. So I was like, cool. Well then this, this can work. Um, so that's one thing that I definitely suggest. Um, the other thing, and I kind of just mentioned this, but I don't know. I feel like a lot of times society tells us like, you're supposed to be with someone and Mm -hmm. being on your own means that you are half of a whole. And until you find the other half, you are not complete. Um, and Rod and I have always talked about how we are two holes, um, separate of one another. And I'm one hoe. Oh, God, I just realized that I said we're two holes. Great. Um, with a W, people. Um, and I'm without a W. Oh, yeah. I'm just a hoe. I just can't. I cannot. Um, and so we are uh, just two complete beings, and um, our lives are are enhanced by each other's presence, but are not completed by each other's presence. And I think I um, as long as you are able to like really understand yourself as a like complete human who has validity and value in this world, like then you will be able to offer something in a relationship come if that comes to be. That's amazing. Yeah. And I agree because I'm one whole and bitch, <laughs> I, I've been single for five years and we, we ain't ready. <laughs> I, you know how, how um, Jasmine Mansers was like, I'm H. E-R-E here. We ready. I'm like, no, bitch, I am ready. <laughs> All right, and with that, we're going to move on to our next segment of the podcast, our POC and queer excellence of the week. I'll see you there. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, we're back with the next segment of the podcast, our POC and queer excellence of the week where we talk about someone who's a person of color or queer and has just, you know, they outdone themselves. Yes. Like my latest post on Instagram say, said, why y'all gagging so? She bring it to you every ball. Every ball. <laughs> and this episode, we, our very first POC uh, of the week is Tyler Perry. Yes. Nathan, can you tell us what Mr. Tyler Perry did other than dress up in a woman's suit? <laughs> Well, Medea does not just have a family reunion. She has a whole motherfucking studio, man. Yes. yes. It's so exciting. I believe Tyler Perry is the first African-American to own, like, an entire studio of this, like... Magnitude. Yeah, it's so big. 
Yeah, like, according to people, I think Ava DuVernay was there. Is that her name? A- Ava, that's her name, right? Ava DuVernay? I don't know. Anyway, so Ava <laughs> DuVernay, I think, was the only person that was allowed to videotape. And it was said that it's as big, if you can put Fox Studios, uh, Warner Media, and Disney Studios all in it, and it would still be bigger than that. Wow. And so he's, he's, going to employ thousands of people in Atlanta, because it's in Atlanta. Hotlanta, as Nathan <laughs> yes, said. Atlanta. <laughs> or as Violet Chachki would say, nobody says that. <laughs> nobody. Um, and also, the, I read an article that because it's so big, and the houses that he built for the studio are up, for, up to code, he's going to use some part of the studio to house... Uh, homeless POC and LGBT uh, students. Amazing. Which is kind of fucking amazing. Yeah. So good really, shit, really Tyler good. Perry. I heard there's a White House in it. There's a there's a whole ass White House. A whole ass White House. Like, a whole ass White House. A whole ass church. <laughs> he has like all of these like built. It's crazy. I don't know. He got so the amazing. money. Yeah. But you know, Madea must have been making him some bucks, For or sure. that other one. Uh, what was the, the movie with Taraji that made no sense? Oh my god, Ac- Acrimony! I, acrimony I made no fucking sense. How she get on that boat? We still how? Don't know. How we did she know. get on that boat? We still don't know. We still don't know. <laughs> our next people there are our POC or queer excellence of the week. Um, I don't know if they're queer, and they're probably not POC, but I really wanted to talk about it. <laughs> Actually, just... <laughs> you know what? No, we'll just talk about it. We'll talk about them at our final bonus wings. How about okay, that? Cool. All right, because you know, I want to keep it. I want to keep it just POC and queer. So yes. we're gonna skip them. We'll talk about finest bonus wings. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna go to Mr. Elijah Cummings, yes. who it was a representative of Baltimore, and he mm-hmm. most recently passed away, October seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. He was sixty eight years old. He served as a representative of his district in Baltimore mm-hmm. since 1996. Wow. So you were eight. I was eight. I was eight, too, mm-hmm. because I still hadn't turned nine. Wait, was I eight? Well, I was seven in 1995 when my little brother was born. This was eight. Oh, I was seven. You're right. I'm sorry. I don't know numbers. I'm a second language learner. And I'm, you and always I- <laughs> Yes, but um, he had, I I don't, I wasn't sure, was it a heart attack? No, Bernie had a heart attack. That's different. (laughs) I think he was just having complications, like Mm -hmm. health complications. He uh, leaves his wife. um, And one of the things that he did before he um, passed away, other than, what was it called that you said? He signed... He was leading the investigation on, um, what do you say, DJT? Mm-hmm. I like to Thank call you. him Toronto Dump. Um, oh, that's new. <laughs> he was leading the investigation on his, like, government dealings. So, and, like, impeachment all the stuff that led to impeachment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another mm. thing that he did before he passed away, uh, his staffers actually took this paperwork to his the bed in the hospital was he signed a bill to try and reverse the Trump. I don't know if you've heard. Oh, I said his name. Ill. I don't know if you heard. DJT is trying to uh, take away asylum from there's these there's kids from all over the world who are here in the United States on um, medical asylum, which basically means that 
Um, they're here because their countries are not te- technologically advanced in the medical field mm-hmm. to be able to keep them alive because of their different um, conditions. Mm-hmm. And so they're here on a medical asylum because the United States has that. Um, Trump is trying, well, it did take away that, that is tr- taking away those, um, what's it called? Their asylum? Yeah, their asylum. Thank you. They're taking a... I'm a second language learner, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking away their asylum. And so one of the last things that uh, Rep. Uh, Elijah Cummins did was try and sign a bill that would continue to keep the, the kids here so they won't go back to their countries and mm. die. Um, just a an example of what it meant to be a partisan politician. Mm-hmm. Uh, an example of what it meant to fight during the civil rights movement as well as continue to serve his community of Baltimore. Yes. Um, and with that, we're going to move to our next segment of the podcast, uh, our Today in the Country. And I think we all know what we're talking about, <laughs> but we'll see you there. <laughs> Welcome back to the next segment of the podcast, our Today in the Country, where we talk about all the shit that's going on in the country. I did say shit because it's not the shit-talking portion, but still, there's a lot of shit happening in the country. Mm-hmm. We're going to start, like we were talking about earlier with Mr. Elijah Cummings, um, the, about the impeachment inquiry. Yes. And I was talking to Nathan about earlier about yes. what's happening. And so just to catch all up, I'm going to give you the brief, it's just a talk version of what the fuck is happening. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he's done, uh, DJT has done a lot of the things that will, would have gotten other presidents impeached. I mean, for God's sake, Clinton got impeached for getting his dick sucked. Mm-hmm. I would not get impeached for that because I would not get caught. But. <laughs> <laughs> But there's so much shit that this bitch has done that could get him impeached. But like, there the him breaking the law has not been one of them. Right. At least not one of them that we can find that he has. Because I can definitely argue that the Mueller report showed that he, you know, worked with Russia to be able to get elected. But because the senators did not agree with that. That's what didn't happen. But most recently, ready? Hold, hold your pants. Hold your pennies. You're about to breeze. We're going to get quick. Mm-hmm. So he, this time he's getting impeached because he had a call with the Ukraine. The Ukrainian president had just gotten uh, elected. And so if you're not aware, in Ukraine, there used to be a power plant where... Um, Joe Biden's son used to lead the power plant. So now when he had this call with the Ukrainian president, which, by the way, the call was because the Senate had approved $40 million to go to Ukraine aid because Ukraine is in the middle of a a war crisis. And so DGT was like, hold up. I want to talk to the Ukrainian president before uh, we send him the $40 million. When he had a conversation with the Ukrainian president, he basically asked for a favor in, in exchange for the money. Uh, that's called a, Q, a quo pro quo. Quid pro quo. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm a second language you. learning. I'm a second language learning. <laughs> and 
that automatically became unconstitutional. The only reason why people found out about it is because precedents are need to be in cause when other agents are on the call as well to make sure that they follow the constitution. So a whistleblower was like, hey, senators, uh, the president just wrote the constitution, but instead of it going to the, to the Senate, it was blocked by one of uh, DJT's people that works in, in the administration with him and sent it to DJT. DJT then went to the press and was like, yeah, I spoke <laughs> to the Ukrainian president. It was a very good call. We talked about... I don't know why it sounds Russian. You sound like <laughs> fucking Dracula from Spain or something. What is happening? We talked about the aid we will give them. And we talked about the corruption that Joe Biden and his son has done. He's going to investigate. And people are like, oh, wait a second. You can investigate uh, a potential political opponent, which at the time Joe Biden was leading the poll, so he was assumed to be the political opponent that he would go up against. So, Ms. Badass Bitch, uh, don't mess with her. Uh, she holds up her mirror. Uh, she could have been an AKA if she was a black <laughs> woman, but she's not. So don't try to believe, don't try to Gina Rodriguez this, miss. The Speaker <laughs> of the House, Nancy Pelosi, was like, hold up, wait a minute, let me put my, what is it? Hold up, wait a minute, let me... I don't know. Anyways, she was like, hands on the wall, grab the wall. She was like, grab the wall, because your ass is getting impeached. Uh, she started impeachment here is because she was like, you cannot do that. Um, so the way it works, that was a fast version. I hope you followed. I love that. <laughs> I felt like I was trying to speed myself. <laughs> Did so it sound great. that way? <laughs> uh, so now how the way it works is the House of Representatives needs to approve the impeachment. If DJT gets impeached by the House of Representatives, it will go to the Senate, and the Senate needs to agree that what he did was unconstitutional. That's probably not going to happen because uh, Moscow Mitch is over here leading the Senate, and they and so is all the other Republicans that adore what um, DJT is doing for them and for their wallets. And mm-hmm. so he's probably not going to get kicked out of office, but he will get impeached in the House of Representatives. I believe yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. I'm sorry. I spoke a lot, but tell me, any thoughts? Um, I just think um, evil takes true form in Regina George and Tronald Dump. And Tronald, what did you call him? Tronald Dump. Trono Dump. Yes, I changed the letters. Trono Dump, because he is dumb. <laughs> He's, He's trash. Yeah, Gaka. He's Gaka. Uh, so now the most the the next thing that's making people upset is that he pulled out of Syria. Mm-hmm. Should again, I do my my Gaka. fast voice again? Yes, I think you should call this politity. Politity. Oh my God, I like it. Instead of today in the country is gonna be another segment of. Politity. Yeah, it's like political tea. Like that's how yes. I like it. So the US pulled out of Syria, and by the US I mean DJT. If you did not know, there's a there's a war going on in Syria, not the Middle East, because calling it calling Syria the Middle East is already problematic because it's only called the Middle East because it's east of Europe. Make be, making it believe that Europe is a centered universe. Nah bitch. No, you ain't it's Ecuador. Unix. <laughs> Anyway, so the U.S. pulled out, and which means that now our Turkish um, allies are being slaughtered by uh, Syrian, uh, the Syrian army, and um, what's it called? 
ISIS and oh, ISIS yeah. in Syria. And so that made a lot of people angry Ooh. with DJT. And so he's trying to over here. I think what he said. What did we talk about? He said that. Oh. Why are we fighting over this sand? There's nothing over this sand. People oh, in yeah. Syria are Fucking very sand. good people. Ugh. We've heard that before. <laughs> Trust. Um, do you want to talk about this next one? What's happening? Um, the yes. Yeah, so over in Chicago, um, our fellow educators mm-hmm. are out in the streets. Um, so teachers are on strike. Um, are they still on strike? I I believe. They still are. Yeah, so they um, have been on strike for several days now, um, and it is the same thing that we as educators have been saying forever. Resources are just not enough. Um, and, you know, we have all the expectations um, put on us in, of the world, like literally the world, like the mm-hmm. future of our world is put on us um, to educate our students. And yet the resources of the world are not given to us to do that. Um, and Chicago teachers have had enough, just like educators around the country and world have. So um, I think that we need to do better. Um Agreed. I think all the way around, but it's hard when you have an administration like this who simply doesn't Does not value give the a thing. Fuck. Yeah, like Betsy. <laughs> Betsy DeVos ain't shit. <laughs> she She's ain't such a joke. Shit. Oh I can't God. with her. Bitch, I could be the fucking Secretary of Education. You could I have be more experience than her. <laughs> oh my God, I could be president. Yes. I'm going to run. We're going to run. Mm-hmm. Mauricio 2020. Yes. Can I yes. Do Make the world queer. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> Queering America. One butthole at a time. <laughs> Back to the holes. Can we just have a Back whole list? Back to the holes. <laughs> Let's have a whole list of holes. <laughs> what holes are first? Uh, as long as I can start with little Poppy from Post, then I'm good. Oh, shit. Ooh, right, yeah, Right. I'm just saying. He can get it. I'm going to New York in a couple weeks. I really hope I run into little Poppy. I'm gonna be like, I'm so sorry, Janet. I'm gonna borrow him real quick. It's a show, Mouty. Fine, I won't touch his hole. <laughs> and with that conversation of holes, we're gonna go to the next segment of the podcast, Hoy en el Mundo, where we're gonna talk about other shit that is happening. I was going to say shitholes, but they're not shitholes. Just, <laughs> just the ones that I occasionally hang out with. All right. We'll see you there. All right. Welcome to the next segment of the podcast, our Hoy en el Mundo. The segment where we talk about the shit that's going on in the world because... We're not the only shithole. There's other shitholes <laughs> <laughs> that are just falling apart. And by I mean they, I mean their government. So that takes us to countries like Chile, Lebanon. Is it Lebanon? Did I say Lebanon? Mm-hmm. Yes. Chile, Lebanon, Bolivia, Ecuador, Haiti. I said it wrong. I said it wrong. Can you say it? Just Haiti. Haiti, Haiti. (laughs) Look, I try to say it in Spanish, but then it comes out in English. So in Spanish, it's Haiti, no? I don't know. I've heard people from Haiti say Haiti, but I don't know. My mom always calls it Haiti. Maybe. Maybe she's just reading it like the way you... Like, what's it Phonetically. called? Phonetically. Mm-hmm. And that's not really the way you say it. But that's the way I was raised <laughs> saying it, just like I was raised with El Chacal. 
and Don Francisco. <laughs> Which, by the way, when Rod called and you said, Hi, Don Francisco, about yes. his dad, I just got an image of Don Pancho saying, <laughs> E, fuera! <laughs> And I was like, get that image out of your head. Get a new image in your head of Rod's dad. (laughs) So can you tell us a little bit about what's happening in these countries? Um, Well, basically, um, governments be corrupt as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, that's essentially what's happening. There's obviously going to be differences within each of... Um, these protests, but overall, governments are not serving their people the ways that they should be. Um, there are just different, like, capitalistic structures that are not serving the people in ways that they should be. Um, I know a couple of these countries are struggling with, um, like, transportation, like, public transportation being, mm-hmm. like... Too expensive. Too expensive, right? Students are not able to get to school and all these other things, so... Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. But you know what? Like, I don't know. I guess as as a Puerto Rican, having seen, like, the, the corruption of our government recently and all the protests that happened and just how it, like, squeezed out the governor, um, it, I, I, you know, my, my hope is that, you know, some of that same kind of success can be seen in, in these countries. In these other countries, Right, yeah. because you see that, like, your voice matters and the things that you... Um, you know, hold dear and value as as a people, um, I think matters. But, you know, there's also different privileges and what have you at play. So I don't know if that's going to be yeah. the case in on each of these other countries. But I'm, I'm rooting for y'all, man. Cause, yeah, there's been yeah. Uh, countries like Chile and Ecuador and even Haiti. Mm-hmm. I said it right. Yeah. Are like burning like government buildings. They're burning like, I know uh, Chile burned like their most uh, like the, the building that gives them, like, energy, like, electricity. It's mm-hmm. like if here in the Bay, we would burn, like, the PG&E building. Or we would burn the... What's it in the in L.A. again? Is it Emerson? I don't know. I'm from Cleveland. I don't know. These I don't know. It's, I forget <laughs> what it's called. But, like, the, the, the electricity building, you know? Uh-huh. They, like, burned it down because they don't... They're, they're done. They're giving no fucks. Like, they're literally, like, tearing shit down. Because mm-hmm. they're like, if this is not for us, is because you're not building these structures to be for us, then fuck you. We're going to burn it down. Burn the motherfucking down. Right. Which is what a lot of people keep saying, that, like, we should take for what these people are doing in their countries, the people that are in, in Puerto Rico, like, we should take that and try to, like, put that organizing in place here right. in the United States or all this shit that's happening. Yeah. Do you think that'd ever be a thing? I don't know. I mean, part of me wants to believe that there are systems in place that would make it so that we wouldn't have to, but if that was the case, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in, right? We're so, like, it's getting to the point where, like, we can't trust our systems as much mm-hmm. as we say we're supposed to be able to. So, I mean, I don't know. I think... It might happen. It might. I mean, Puerto Rico is technically and a part of the U.S. it's just talk so. podcast. We'll be there yeah. to record everything. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. Uh, <laughs> and then another country that uh, turned into a battleground unexpectedly most recently. It's not a country. It's a state. The state uh, of Culiacan or the city in Culiacan was turned into a complete battleground when El Chapo's son was arrested by authorities in Mexico and the cartel was like, nah, bitch, who run this? We run this. <laughs> uh, we were watching videos and literally sounds like the way that it sounds like at a battleground. Yeah, honestly. Like they were using like these high, like performing uh, 
Amo, like I know like the cartel literally had rocket launchers. There's a video that I watched where like literally there were, this guy popped out of a truck, puts a rocket launcher in his shoulder and just like shoots it and explodes like this building. How do you get your hands on a rocket launcher? And like... I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And the crazy part is that the, the the Mexican government felt so tight in like a corner that like they basically released El Chapo's son and like gave in to the cartel. That I was telling Nathan that there was a video that that showed literally the cartel overpowering the Mexican army and the Mexican army like putting their guns down, like shaking hands with the cartel. And you're like, wow. what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I mean, that's a whole different way to mm-hmm. try and get the government to do what you right? want. Right? Like... Just build a cartel? <laughs> I don't know about that. So these are two yeah. different ways to overthrow a government. <laughs> I'm not sure which was the best way. Um, uh, I'd say the protest. <laughs> I would say the protest, not a whole ass cartel. <laughs> yeah, probably not. And with that, talking all this shit that's happening, we're going to move on to my... The next segment in the podcast, we talk some tea, we talk some truth, and now, for the very first time, recorded in recorded history, because we talk a lot of shit off off stage or off the air, but the very first time in recorded history, we're going to talk shit together, so come talk that talk with me, shall we? I'll see you there. Welcome back to my personal favorite segment of the podcast. I always tell people that if I could get a PhD in talking shit, I'd be a doctor. Yes, yes mother, you can get a doctor. Finally, al fin, un doctor de la familia de hablar mierda. And on this seg- on this segment of the podcast, we talk shit about people that are doing some stupid shit in the world, the country, and beyond, in our city. What is it? In our city, our country, and the world. If you know what we're talking about, then you know what we're talking about. <laughs> the first person we're talking shit about is Awelina Lisowska. Uh, so she is a Polish artist. She, I believe she's a singer. And she is on this show where they impersonate people um, and then get on stage. So, Ewelina Lisowska decided that it was okay to convert herself into Wiz Khalifa by doing blackface. She did, like, prosthetics and everything. There's a video of her getting ready, and then there's a video of her being like, yo, 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 what's up, black and yellow, black? And I'm like, why, bitch? Why? Why do we still live in a country? Not even a country, because she's from Poland. (laughs) In a world where you cannot see how wrong blackface is. And it's like you've never heard of it. That's what still gets me about blackface. Like, we literally talk about it all the time. Like, it is on all media. Like, all media friends all over the world talk about blackface and how wrong it is. So, like... I just, I, I can't believe people are that ignorant that they would not know it's an issue. Like, I just, I can't. 
I agree. <laughs> I, I don't understand why people are not just like, oh, wait, this isn't okay. How, right. I can't do that. Or even if you like don't believe in it being problematic, at the very least know that it's going to create controversy, that people are going to talk shit. Like, be, at least be scared of people talking. But well, white people ain't scared of nothing. People, white people ain't scared of <laughs> shit. They're not even scared of their own fucking white people trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person that... Uh, I can get it. Oh, actually, I forgot to say. So, Ewelina Lisowska, a big fuck you to you. Yeah. The next person we're giving a big fuck you to is to jo- the judge John Kustrinakes, who gave a Florida boy, a Florida black twenty one year old, mm-hmm. um, not a boy. I'm sorry, a, a man. He's twenty one. A a twenty one year old man, um, ten days in prison for falling asleep in the waiting room of his jury duty. So, by the way, this was the very first time that he was ever at jury duty. He, this man goes to college and he works as an after-school teacher at an after-school program. And this was the very first time that he was getting jury duty. And he said that he was tired, he was bored, he was waiting for a long time. So, he fell asleep and this fucking judge legit gave him 10 days in prison. Y'all don't get it. Fucking Felicity Huffman got 10 days in prison, too, for paying millions of dollars to cheat her daughter's way into college. This black man just fell asleep because he was tired and bored while waiting hours and hours in the waiting room. Not the same shit. (laughs) Not at all. And, like, they try to cover it up with, like, you missed doing your civic duty or whatever. Because the point was that he missed his jury duty, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, talk talk to us about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people of color, um, whatever. Like, if you're really trying to teach people that, you know, they have a civic duty, then, like, actually educate people about this. But, like, what is prison going to do for this man? Exactly. Make him not want to go back to fucking jury duty? That's Thank what it's going to do. You know what I mean? Like, Put a fucking record on his... Like, put, a, like, a damp on his record, because now every time that he applies for a job or something, he's mm-hmm. going to say that, yes, he's been to prison or been convicted. Yep. Like, what the fuck? So, a big fuck you to you, Mr. Judge. Mr. Judge John Castronakes. I don't know how to say those last names. These yeah. white people have some la- weird la- last mm-hmm. names. Castronakes, Lisoska. This net's last name I know, mm-hmm. but I look. I must pre- I must preference this. Preface or preference? Preface. Preface. <laughs> By saying that I really love this woman and I am a huge fan of this woman. I must preface this by saying that I cried when this woman got her Golden Globe <laughs> because she made the very first Latina to get a Golden Globe yeah. uh, for leading actress. Saying that, <laughs> please, Nathan, can you tell us who we're talking about? Motherfucking Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> I just can't with her anymore, Maudie. Like, I know I want oh. to like her so much, but she's another one that, like, you cannot be that ignorant. Like, you need to... And, and the thing is that she isn't. Like, when you hear she's her not. talk about our community... She's very smart. It's, she's 
It's beautiful. She's brilliant. But this is the problem with like colorism and racism within our community is that it's like not enough to lift our communities up. Like you have to do so while putting other communities down. Exactly. And she doesn't see that. Like she doesn't see it every time she does it. And what's worse off is that she puts on the out these like ridiculous petty apologies, like these poor excuses for apologies. I'm so sorry if I offended anybody by singing my favorite song from the Fugees, because that's what I do. I sing along songs. But if I offended you, then I'm sorry that you felt offended. Yeah. That was literally her apologies, y'all. Yeah. And if you have not heard what she did, she was taking, uh, she was on Instagram Live Mm -hmm. while she was getting her her makeup done, because she was doing a photo shoot or something, and uh, Killing Me Softly by the Fugees came on, and she started singing it. Great. Okay, cute. You know, Rodriguez is, she, I'm sorry, (laughs) unlike um, regular people who know... (laughs) That is not okay to um, say the N-word. And, you know, we usually close our mouth at that time. Or I usually put my hand over my mouth. Or I point at people that I know can say it. <laughs> you know, there's different ways to do it. I, I wouldn't suggest pointing at black people while the N-word is not. Nah, no, 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 no. Don't, I mean, only if they're like, if you're like, we're all singing it together, I man. <laughs> Like, if I'm in the office, and by the way, in my office, I work with all people of color. And by all people of color, I mean, I'm the only Latino. All my colleagues are black. And so if a song comes on, like, let's say, okay, one of my coworkers, she loves putting my type by, Mm -hmm. what is it? By Sweetie. Or, like, um, for the longest, we would play Act Up. And every time we would, like, get into it, I would, like, and we were both singing (laughs) it. And then I would point at her, like, that's my type. And then I would point out her, and I would come back to me and be like, that's my type. That's my type. Yep. It's not that hard, Gina. It's not that hard. It's not. it's not. So, Gina, I'm so sorry I have to do this, but a big fuck you to you, Gina Rodriguez. Get it through your fucking brain. It's not okay. It's not. Another thing that's not okay, it's this Ugandan president who has said that he's going to reintroduce a bill that's literally called the Kill the Gays Bill. Mm. Nathan, no, 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 no. You didn't hear wrong. It's <laughs> called the Kill the Gays Bill that Uganda is trying to reintroduce. It was introduced in 2014. A lot of people were killed and it was retracted because activists really came out there. The current Ugandan president, the same one that DJT shook hands with and said, these are very fine, man. Um, I just I just tap Nathan's back right now because that's what GJT does. And he forces himself on people. Um, I mean, I'm saying a lot with that. Um, it thinks it's okay to reintroduce this bill. Most recently, after, between the time that he said it was going to reintroduce and today, there's been various... LGBT activists that have been killed in Uganda because this is like fuel to the fire that people need to start killing people, which is why all these white supremacists, which we now call alt-right, are fucking, you know, up in arms because they they have a reason to. The president is giving them a reason to act on their prejudices and their hatred. So Ugandan president, a big fuck you. Fuck the fuck out of you. Is there anything else that you would like to talk shit about, Nathan? Um, 
I mean, I just want people to understand that, like, as queer folks, we can't just go places. And it's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. we talk about this all the time. Like, Ryan and I love taking a good vacation. We plan for them, whatever. And people are always asking us, like, oh, you know, why haven't you gone here? Or you should really go to this country or whatever. And it's like, oh, do you know how they treat gay people in this country? Do you know we can go to prison or do get Do you know killed? I can die there? Yeah. Like, and it's crazy. So I just want people to know that because I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think people are aware. I think a couple, one of my very first episodes, we talked about that. Yeah. How, like, it, we can't just, like, travel with liberty. I know my friend, one of my good friends, Stephanie, was living in Granada and she wanted me to visit. Mm-hmm. But Granada is one is a an island or a country. Yeah, it's a country. The, a country where, like, being gay is punish, like punishable by death. And it's, like, not gay, but, like, if you are found guilty of having anal sex, then you are penalized to death, basically. Mm-hmm. Which, basically, if you're gay. Yeah. Um. All right. And with that, we're going to move on to my final bonus wings. <laughs> so, on I Got You podcast... <laughs> Nathan does. What is it that you do? Yeah, Dorenice and I have our final nuggets. <laughs> yes. And so I heard that and I was like, oh my God, I love I Got Your Podcast. Go listen to I Got Your Podcast. You can listen to it on any anywhere you get your podcast from. Yes. Um, and I was like, wait, my final boneless wings, because nuggets are like boneless wings, but saucier. <laughs> <laughs> And so my final bonus wings, I promise you that we would move something down. We're going to, I want to congratulate the first ever all-female spacewalk, which the all-female spacewalk was done by two women from the U.S. that became the very first women to ever walk in space, basically. Mm -hmm. They went up to space to fit one of the, what's it called, like the space, um, like the space... Like, you know, the the space cities. They're not called space cities. What are they called? I don't know. I know they were up there, but I don't know what they oh, were doing up there. The I don't, I don't know International science. Space Station. Oh, yeah. Esa es, es cosa. Uh-huh. I'm a second language learner. I'm sorry. I'm just dumb. And so, <laughs> congrats to Christine Koch and NASA's Jessica Muir, who embarked on the very first all-woman spacewalk last Friday. Uh, so, congratulations, ladies. Yeah, so cool. So fucking cool. Anything else for your final nuggets or since... You're here. We're doing final nuggets and final bonus. Yes. Um, well, as I told you, I've been visiting students. Um, and I just like I've been reminded um, in the past few days that it is really important for us to tell people how proud of them we are. And mm-hmm. so that's my final nugget or final bonus wing for you all um, <laughs> is uh, to think about the shit that your friends have like triumphed over, you know, um, and to just really like. Like tell them that you're proud. So Mauricio, shut up! I, I was gonna so say the same proud thing. Of you. <laughs> Mauri told me that he would never live in the Bay ever, and then never leaving he, LA. And when he moved, he was like, "I hate it here. I'm never coming back." And you are thriving. I am trying. Um, you are no. You're doing it. Thank you're doing you. it. And I'm very very proud of you. Um, and I think we should definitely tell people that we're proud of them more. So well, Nathan, yeah. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> that wasn't me. 
asking <laughs> by the way. I swear I wasn't asking. I'm so proud of you for so many different things. We can spend a whole podcast talking about the things that I'm proud of, Nathan. But Nathan, if y'all did not know, and he said at the beginning of the podcast, he started in higher education. Yeah. He did grief, like, grief? Not grief, like somebody died. Greek, like, like, like. Fraternity and sorority life. Yes. Thank you. That's better because I'm a second language learner. I also have an accent, if you haven't noticed. Um, and he didn't really enjoy what you were doing. And so you wanted to find something that you can find passion in. Yeah. And today we were talking about whether he loves his job. And he looked at me and said, I really do. I do. And yeah. I don't think I've seen Nathan that happy <laughs> with a position in a while since yeah. we met. Um, and when we met, you were also dating random, unimportant men, yeah. and now you're happily <laughs> married. And I also want to say that I'm not congratulating Nathan on being married, because marriage is not an accomplishment. Yes. I'm congratulating Nathan on understanding what he what he deserved yes. and doing that work within mm-hmm. to and that led him to find a beautiful partner Thank that you. is Rod. Thank you. So friend. congrats. I'm proud of you, Nathan. Love you. Yes. <laughs> and with that, I'm gonna go ahead and say goodbye. But Nathan is where can they follow you? Can they follow you anywhere? Yes. Um you can follow me on Instagram, my um What's that called? Handle. handle. You can find me at Lavos27. That's L-A-V-O-Z-27. You can also follow I Got You at I Got You Podcast. And you can listen to I Got You at any place you get your podcast from. You can also donate money to I Got You Podcast, correct? You sure you can. Then ma'am and mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Just search I Got You Podcast on Venmo. Uh, We do accept all and any uh, donations. All major (laughs) credit cards accepted. And for me, go ahead and follow me on Snapchat, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Pornhub, and on OnlyFans. (laughs) At It's Just A Talk. That's at it's just a talk. Please leave five stars and comment on this podcast and tell somebody that you love about this crazy idea that I have. Porque si tú lo quieres que se rían, tú le vas a decir este podcast. And with that, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to go to sleep because it's late and I'm getting sweaty in this closet. We come back in the closet to sweat. There's a reason we came out because we <laughs> were trying to get hot. In different re- in different ways. And with that, nos veo para la otra. This was episode 25. So I'll see you in episode 26 in a couple weeks. I love y'all. Bye. Ciao. Bye. <laughs>